Hello, and welcome to Memorial Hall Library's Shelf Help Podcast. I'm Reference and Cataloging Librarian Stephanie Smith. And I'm Jerry DeYerman, the uh, Assistant Head of Circulation. And today we're going to be talking about delivery services, the Association of Bookmobile and Outreach... Mm, what is the services. last word? Services. I can never remember. <laughs> and uh, a new item coming into our library of things, which will be memory care kits. So, Jerry, where do you want to start? Um, well, I want to talk about the home delivery yeah. first. Um, we've been doing home... Well, I've been coordinating the home delivery for a few years now, and I've done a little research with other libraries to yeah. see what they do for our home delivery services, figuring that... I could probably do something better here. Yeah, definitely. Um, make something a little more organized um, so other people know what's going on and I can get help. And, right. Um, it's predictable. Exactly. Um, so our our home delivery right now, we either do once a month or mm-hmm. once every other month. We have one patron who's, you know, whenever books come in, then I'll stop by. But she's yeah. on my way home. Yeah. And um, we only do um, Andover patrons. Yeah. Um, right. Within city limits. Right. And in your disability, you could either be just homebound or you could be homebound for something that's temporary. Right. You broke your leg. You can't get out. You know, you had surgery. You can't get out. Right. Um, we'll certainly, you know, set up home delivery on a... Um, a temporary basis just so you get the materials that you want. Yeah, that's great. I think a lot of people are not aware of that. Or you know, you hear home delivery and you you assume it is just a permanent thing. Right. Um, and it's not. It's yeah. not. You know, we want people to get their materials um you know, people just love to read, you know, and yeah. if they're home, you know, for a surgery or unexpected surgery or right. an unexpected accident, they want their books. Yeah. So we'll and they get, have time to read. <laughs> right. And we'll get their books to them. Yeah. That's what we want to do. Uh, we do have a form to fill out. Mm-hmm. Um, normally what happens is that I will choose the books or I'll have, you know, reference yeah. librarians help me choose books if I'm stuck um, but I have like a survey that mm-hmm. I would like filled out by the person. Right. And it's asking them, do they like paperback books, hardcover books, audio books, large print books? Um, and then, you know, do they want it every month or once every other month? Yep. I'm looking for, you know, um, information on what kind of book do you like? What genre? Do you like mysteries, romance, action, suspense, you know, thriller, science fiction? Right. Um, or, you know, nonfiction. Do you yep. like biographies? Who do you like? Um, you know, sports, things right. like that. You know, or maybe you want to learn to knit while you're there and I yeah. can find you some knitting books. Yeah. And I may be able to even provide you with the knitting needles and right. yarn too. Right. <laughs> um, you know, and I want to know what your favorite authors are. Yeah. That uh, really does help in picking out books that yeah. someone might like, knowing which authors they really like. I had one, one person who was broke her leg and she was home, um, and she wanted some books delivered. The only thing is she really liked this one particular author, Mm. but she's read everything. Mm. Um, so in comes our novelist. Yeah. Um, and I found Rita likes for that particular author and she loved it. She said she found a whole bunch of new authors that she could read. Yeah. You know, cause you know, once you go through a series of, you know, and uh, books that an author has, you're like, Oh, what next? I know there is. I mean, I think 
any of us who are avid readers have experienced that you get to the end of a favorite series and there's that sort of feeling of emptiness. Oh, I know. Like, what now? I'm like, you know, can't this, you know, uh, author write faster? I know, right? Right. <laughs> I need, I need the next book now. <laughs> <laughs> but even if I'm reading a series where, you know, where it's already all of the books are written, we know there's not going to be any more to have any then sometimes still you get to the end and yeah, there's just that, that empty sinking feeling of like, I have to, but this was so good. Now I have to find something else. Yeah, there was a series like that that I had read, and, yeah. and um, I was really disappointed that she wasn't going to write any books in the series. Yeah. Um, because they were just a, a sweet, you know, story. Exactly. And um, we even had the author here oh, uh, for a fun. visit several yeah. years ago, and and everybody asked her, are you going to have any more in the you know, the series? And she said, no, I'm, d- I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving on to some other other uh, stories. It's nice to have an honest answer, at least. Right. You know, then right. you don't keep having your hopes up. But Right. And you mentioned a minute ago Novelist. So for anyone who's listening who's not familiar with Novelist, it is a database. We offer it through the library. You can access it from home. Uh, you might need your library card to sign in. But it is basically a book recommendation database. So you can mm-hmm. put in an author that you like or write, like you could do a subject search, I think. I think so. Um, or, you know, genre search, like, you know, if you wanted science fiction or, you know, whatever. Um, so that can be a really great resource for, you know, when you, when you do get sort of stuck. Yeah. Um, I, I use it a lot to look for author read-alikes yeah. or, um, sometimes I'll put in a title yeah. and find books that are like that. Right. But mostly for author yeah. read-alikes. Yeah, it can be very helpful that way. Yes. Um, And, of course, we're always happy to do that in the library, too. Although, if it's something we're not personally familiar with, we may also just be consulting novelists. (laughs) (laughs) And you can go down a black hole with novelists, too, because then you just find all sorts of fun things to to read. Yeah, more books than there are time or hours in the day. Right. Anyway, so you offer the a home delivery service on either a monthly or every other monthly basis. And yeah, people can kind of tell you what sort of things they like. And presumably there's an option if there's like a specific title they want, they can request that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, um, I always encourage people to, you know, call me if there's something specifically that they're looking for, um, you know, that they want. Right. That they heard about or a friend read and said, oh, you've got to read this. I'll definitely, you yeah. know, add that to the order. Yeah. Um, my plan is to kind of start with something um, to change our home delivery mm-hmm. into something that's a little more predictable, like I said. Right. Um, so, like, it would be, like, every third week mm-hmm. of the month right. is when I'm going to deliver Mondays, what I'll do, I'll, I'll get in touch with the person, right. you know, ask them if there's anything that they want, say, I, I expect to be out Thursday or Friday. Right. Um, you know, what do you want? Do you want any more? Do you want any less? I have one home delivery person. It's Red Sox season, so she doesn't read as much. Right. Once Red Sox season is over, you know, and hopefully they, they've won the World Series yeah. or not, you know, then she's back into right. reading. Right. Um, <laughs> and... So that Monday I'll do that, and then right. Wednesday again I'll I'll touch base and yeah. say, okay, I'm going to be out such and such a time tomorrow. Right. You know, will you be home or I'll leave them by your door. Right. Of course, now with COVID, 
um, I've been leaving books at people's front doors right. just because I don't want to go in. I, I don't yeah. want to, you know. Exactly. So. Well, especially, you know, we work with the public. We see so many people. I mean, luckily, we've been very lucky here that it doesn't seem, the library doesn't seem to have been a site for transmission, but. Right. Better safe than sorry. Absolutely. Especially if they're people who are homebound for medical reasons, they might be, you know, more prone to a severe illness, so. Absolutely, right. And we just don't want to have the contact with them. Exactly. And, uh, you know, and I do, um, <coughs> excuse me, deliver to nursing homes. Yep. Um, home delivery to a nursing home is yep. also something I do have. Uh, several patrons mm-hmm. that are in the assisted yep. livings atria and um, um, I had some at uh, Wingate mm. on Andover yep. Street and I can't remember where else but yeah. um, so in that that case especially now with COVID I usually yeah. just take them to the front desk and leave them in a bag right. and then somebody takes them to the you know and then we do a swap yeah. they leave their stuff and right. then I pick up right and so on so that, that makes sense yeah so I know, I mean, a lot of these places do have their own libraries, right. but I'm not sure if their books change much. Right. Or exactly. Whatever. They so. probably don't have the budget that we do for books. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're very lucky to have a very good book budget. Right. You know, and then some people want just large print yeah. books. Right. Because they're easier to read. Mm-hmm. You know, and some people just want audiobooks because they can't see well. Right. So you know, in a lot of those places don't have that type exactly. of collection. Right. We can offer a wider variety. Um, right. You know, and if we don't have it here, we can probably borrow it in from another library in the network versus, you know, I mean. Well, that's one thing, too, is that, I mean, if we, we it's usually just Andover materials. Okay. However, however. Um, I did have one, um, person who did home delivery, but she could only read the large print. Right. And she read a lot. Um, and she looked at a lot of reviews like the New York times book reviews and always had a list of books for me. Yeah. And then that list I would, I had to go through and we wouldn't have them. So I would order them from other libraries or I, you know, we would buy them. Right. If it was something brand new. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. You don't want to tie up another library as brand new book if it's, especially if it's an every other month kind of scenario. Right. Yeah. I but, mean, if it's, if it's one month, you know, it's okay. Right. That's about um, the normal borrowing period anyway, so. Right. Right. Especially if it's renewed. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Which, yeah, unless it's something brand new. Um, right. It and probably it, could be. But if it's brand new, it may not be available for them yet anyway. Correct. Because there's right. probably holds on it, so. Right. Right. And then it, then with the holds, it's very difficult to predict when they're going to come in. And that's yeah. why we do Andover items only. Right. Because I can gather up everything and right. deliver them. Whereas if somebody were to get something from out of our library, um, the hold may come in on the first week of the month. Right. And then I wouldn't be able to hold it. Right, exactly. The timing can be very tricky that way. Right. Um, yeah. So. I mean, yeah. So that does pose some limits, but but would you say that most of what people are able to want, they can get from us? Yes. That's great. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And 
Like, you know, and, and if it's something new, then, you know, we'll buy it. Right. Exactly. Because if they're looking for it, probably someone else would be interested in reading it, too. Right. Um, right. There, are, I mean, I'm sure there are a few oddball books that really only that one person did want to read, but very slim, very yeah. slim minority for that, you know. And sometimes those are just impossible to find. Right. Especially, like, if they're looking for it in a large print. Exactly. They're impossible to find. Right. So. Not everything is released to large print. Right. Um, you know, and not everything was released to audio. Right. These days, most books are, but, um, but especially if it's an older title, something that they remember enjoying before, you know, audiobooks just weren't that popular until recently. Right. Um, and so a lot of older titles, unless it's, you know, really a major book, just mm-hmm. haven't been released on audio. Right. So, yeah, that's something we have to explain to people at reference every now and then um right the other day i had someone looking for books by robert massey on cd and he's a fairly major historian you know he's he's well known but only one of his was on cd and i think it's just because you know most of them were published in the 1990s when oh yeah when it was books on tape and it just you know was, there was less of a culture of that and a lot wasn't released so right right and they probably weren't replaced if they had books on tape they right. probably weren't re-recorded on cd right. and then like our library we did away with the tapes yeah. a long time ago oh, yeah. so no. just they just weren't they break yeah <laughs> glad that cassette tapes are a thing of the past yeah i remember those just opening up a case of those and having the the brown tape just fly out of yeah. it it was like oh <laughs> nightmare absolute yeah. nightmare sometimes you can reel it back in and sometimes it's just doesn't work yeah yeah Especially when it looks like a plate of spaghetti. Yeah, just a lost cause at that point. But anyway, was there anything else about uh, the home delivery service that you wanted to cover? Um, no, I think I I covered everything for the home delivery yeah. service. And, you know, a, a reminder, too, for, for homebound patrons yeah. that we do have Overdrive, right. Hoopla, Canopy, Stingray Quello, mm-hmm. um, Freegal Music, and yep. the Great Courses Library Collection. Yes. Never mind Medici.tv, which That's I know right. is Dean's favorite. Um, yep. Yep. And um, so those are nice. And I, there are mm-hmm. a lot of seniors um, or homebound patrons yeah. that do have iPads or laptops right. that they use, and then they can use this. And not anybody really here, I think, is more than welcome, uh, more than happy to um, help Yes, a patron definitely. over the phone right. download something. Exactly. And some of them, there's a little bit of setup, but once you've kind of done it a couple of times, they're pretty straightforward right? Um, to use. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, our, our electronic services are really great for people who, uh, who are homebound for whatever reason. Because, of course, you can access them from home. You can access them anytime. Right. Um, sometimes, sometimes there's better availability. Sometimes not. In terms of, like, books between Overdrive and mm-hmm. um, and the print copies, mm-hmm. uh, I tend to read a lot of sci-fi, and I find that oftentimes there's no holds on the print copy of a new sci-fi book, but the Overdrive list will be, like, six months long. Oh, yeah. Apparently people who read sci-fi prefer ebooks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but sometimes it's the other way around. For something really popular, there might not be a lot of holds in Overdrive. 
because you know for that genre the readers would rather have the print book so it's always right. worth checking oh definitely you know if you're if you're open to reading ebooks then it's worth looking into um especially yeah. where you can use your you know your andover card to borrow ebooks from pretty much any public library in the state that, uh, yeah. That really yeah. opens it up. Right. You know, sometimes something will have a six-month wait list here, and in a network on the South Shore, there'll be three copies available. Right. Okay. Great. <laughs> like, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, definitely something to keep in mind. Right. So, then, I think you were saying you were saying before we started recording that you got some ideas for you, the homebound, or for the delivery service at the, um, at a convention of the Association of... Bookmobile and Outreach Services. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Getting there. Yes. Well, um, you know, while we were home, Mm -hmm. um, working from home, um, I I found this. um, It must have come through the email or something, this conference. And it looked really interesting. I thought, well, geez, maybe I can find some more information um, to better our homebound services. Right. Uh, Get some ideas. just to make our services better. Yeah. There's always room for improvement. Um, I didn't really find much for that, but however, um, I did get some really interesting information on memory kits. Mm. Um, And these are kits that are used by family members that have, where they have a a member, family member that Mm -hmm. has um, dementia. Yeah you know, in the early or later stages right. or whatever. And it and it's a tool um, to help have conversations with the person. Because sometimes when you're in the now, right? you know, in the current time, the person with dementia doesn't really know what's going on or doesn't remember right. or whatever. And they don't, they feel kind of left out or they pull back. Right. Whereas if it's something that you remember from previous years you'd be more apt to talk about it because they remember that right it's it's funny how that can happen with dementia where right more recent things don't seem to stick in the memory but they do retain memories from years ago right it's not like an all-out even you know erasure of memory Uh, right some of those older memories do do stay when the newer ones fade right so I, you know, I was doing some research mm-hmm. uh, to, to check out other libraries, see if they had them. Yeah. Um, there's one company that does do memory kits, mm-hmm. but I thought, well, let's put one together that's a yeah. little more local. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it didn't look like too many libraries had them, but but some do. Yeah. Um, and they seem to to, you know, circulate. Right. So I figured, well, let's let me let's look into this and. Yeah. I came up with four different themes, mm-hmm. and um, one was uh, Birds of New England, uh, 50s and 60 TV comedies, U.S. travel, and then I was going to do Boston sports. Yeah. So I went on Amazon, and I was looking around yeah. for information, and I found, um, uh, you know, different things, like for the birds... Um, book i have the north american birds an extra large print oh, guide great. so it's just a picture of a bird yeah. with the the um name of the bird i have a dvd yeah um with birds on it right. it's all about birds yeah um i've got two cds with um bird sounds oh. calming bird music and um there's also a puzzle 
Yeah. I also put in each um, bag a caregiver's guide to dementia. Oh, that's great. That's so it's like helpful. a little handbook yeah. and it's got some, you know, um, suggestions and ideas for, right. for the family members. And we're also putting in a, um, a folder. Yeah. And in the folder will be uh, information that you can keep. Right. Um, where can you find um, services for dementia for families? Right. Uh, support services for families and also for, for the person right. with dementia. Um, so there'll be um, resources mm-hmm. there. We'll also put together a list of ideas of, yeah. of things that you can do at home. Right. Um, one person here, her father has got um, dementia and she made up little cards mm-hmm. with um, pictures of the family members. Yeah. And he can match up the family members. Like, oh, that's well, fun. this daughter's got this these children right. and grandchildren and whatnot. Right. And um, she said he's pretty much worn them out because he loves to sit there and look at them. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So, you know, it's going to have ideas like that, right. of things that tools that you could use at home. Yeah. Right. Beyond the kit. Beyond um, the kit. Now, I think the library also maybe hosts a group called Dementia Dialogues. Is we that, do. Yeah. So I, I assume information about that would be in the kits as well. Um, yes. <laughs> Make it up. <laughs> um, yes. I mean, it's possible that the people borrowing these kits would already know about that, uh, would already know about that group, but in case they don't. Yeah. That's, um, that's, yeah. I actually forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Another, but, I mean, I don't know much about that group, but um, but I think it's it generally like a support group, right? Um, for for the caregivers, correct? And for the families, yeah, right. Um, one of the kits that I plan to do, yeah. the Boston Sports Kit, mm-hmm. um, that one was really hard. We ended up scrapping that yeah. one because I couldn't find enough Boston sports mm-hmm. uh, materials to put in there. Yeah, that would work, right? I right. mean, there's all kinds of books, there's things like oh, that yeah. on it, but not something that would work for a um, memory kit. Right, exactly. So we, we scrapped that one, and that one we traded in for baby animals. Who doesn't love baby animals? Yeah, so we have some books on baby kittens and yeah. puppies and other baby farm animals yeah. and um, really cute stuff like that. Yeah. We've got a puzzle mm-hmm. with um, Black Lab puppies. Yeah. To put together, and um, the puzzle is a dementia-friendly yeah. um, puzzle. It's coated with mm-hmm. colors okay. on the back. There's dots on the back yeah. of the pieces, and you match them with the dots on the yeah. on the board. Right. Um, we have a 50s and 60s TV comedy kit. Mm-hmm. So it has a bunch of DVDs yeah. in it. I Love Lucy, The Honeymooners. Yeah. Um, uh, the Andy Griffith show mm-hmm. and um, there was another one too and I can't remember mm-hmm. um, I, I, saw, I received them all down in, in catalog I love can Lucy. I remember either no. oh Little Rascals mm-hmm. Little Rascals yeah. and there's a couple of books in there too on memory lane books right. um, with stars the TV stars in it and I also put together um, like flash card type things yeah. where I call it fun facts. Yeah. So oh, it's got a picture funny. like mm-hmm. of Lucille Ball. And um, on the back it says, Lucille Ball played Lucy Arnaz in I Love Lucy. And then it had some fun facts. Right. Like, um, 
the I Love Lucy show couldn't find any sponsors for the show. <laughs> um, but a uh, tobacco company yeah. um, sponsored them. But Lucy smoked, but she didn't like those mm. types of cigarettes. So they kept the package and put her kind into the <laughs> packet. So it looked like just that's what she was smoking. That's wild. Who knew? Yeah. That is a fun fact. Yeah. It's also funny that they had trouble finding, sp- presumably only at first, they had trouble finding sponsors. I would imagine once it got more popular. Right, right. Uh, people were probably lining up to sponsor them. But. Yeah. And the Andy Griffith show, mm-hmm. um, the the music, yeah. you know, the whistling, there's like a whistling, yes. you know, for the uh, intro. Um, but there are actually words to that song. Huh. Who knew? Who knew? I know. Yeah, it's it's funny how many TV shows, the theme songs, I mean, you know, like any other song, they have actually been recorded. You could, you know, buy it in iTunes or listen to it on Spotify or wherever. And, yeah. And there's more than just the 30-second clip that's used in the television. Yeah, show. well, this, uh, this I actually, yeah. I said, I've got to find out what this is about. So I went on YouTube yeah. and found it and um, yeah. with the lyrics and right. they had the, you know, recording the... Um, Opie and mm-hmm. Andy walking down with their fishing yeah. poles um, with the with the lyrics. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Song. So yeah. it was, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that's cute. Yeah, I never would have suspected that that had words to it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, so I guess a few questions about the kits that people listening might have. Um, so... Are they local pickup only? Can they like can they only be borrowed through the Andover Library? Right. So you they, have to come here and pick them up. They will be listed in our mm-hmm. library of things. Okay. So if you lived in a neighboring town, you could come and borrow it, but we we're not going to send it to another library. Correct. You have to come here to pick it up and then also to correct. It. That makes sense. They're kind of bulky and possibly some of the things are delicate. Just, yeah, I mean they they all come in a clear yep. um, backpack. Okay. Um. So you can see what's in there. Right. And uh, so they are kind of big to actually send off somewhere. Right. And um, yeah, and like the puzzles and some of the, the music in, in the DVDs are yeah. a little delicate. To, right. Right. To put through, to put into transit to yeah. send out. Um, yeah. I guess that was probably my main question. I was going to ask if they were ready to borrow, but of course, by the time this airs, they will be ready to borrow. Right. So. They, that's the plan. Yes. That's the plan. So they should be ready to borrow by the time you're listening to this. Um, so you can call reference. They yeah. can look them up or look them up on the uh, the Library of Things yeah. And then they'll, they'll also be in our online catalog. Um, Correct. Where you would browse for books. And I assume you can reserve them. I know sometimes the Library of Things, or some, some items are not reservable. You just have to come and see if they're here. But Yeah, I, I would say that they would be reservable, yes. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other kits we have is U.S. Travel. Mm-hmm. And um, I do have a set of um, Road Trip Scenic Drive DVDs. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's a, a six um, DVD set. Yeah. So that would be fun. Um, and there is a, a puzzle in there, yeah. too, a Road Trip puzzle. Um, there's a book on the natural wonders mm-hmm. of the world. Um, there's a Route 66 yep. book for, Always you know, popular. nostalgia. Yep. And Walks of a Lifetime in American National Parks. Mm, sounds great. So. I mean, a lot of the kids sounds like thing, sound like things that anyone might be interested in. Um, yeah. But it's great to have resources catered specifically to people 
with dementia. Um, because I think, not that they couldn't borrow other library resources, but they just might not be well-suited to what right, they need right. right now. Like, you know, some of the books and the puzzles we have are right. specifically for um, patients with Alzheimer's. Right. Um, and so those are the ones that we bought because exactly. those are proven to, right. to, to work. Right. Um, and I mean, uh, the, the, some of the stuff, original stuff that I had, mm-hmm. had chosen, we changed a little bit right. because we found better things yeah. or, or other things Yeah, and we couldn't get things and then we could get other things. So, right. So if these are popular, do you anticipate making more kits with, you know, different subjects or? Sure. Potentially. Sure. Although I suppose, you know, maybe a benefit is that the people borrowing these might forget that they've already had them. So there may not be. <laughs> well, I there mean, may not these be a huge are, need for variety, well, you know, but. The, I think these are more for, for the caregivers right. to, to use, right. um, to, to bring back um, memories mm-hmm. that the person has with dementia. Right. That they can um, engage with. That they can and, engage and yeah. talk about. Right. You know, um, right. An opportunity for connection, you know, cause maybe, maybe they love to watch. I love Lucy. Right. And you know, you put pop the DVD and you start watching it and you're laughing and yeah. talking about, you know, Lucy stomping the grapes, you know, when they went to Italy <laughs> or, you know, the chocolates when, right. she, when, um, Lucy and Ethel were at the chocolate and they got out of hand and they're yeah. shoving them in their mouths. <laughs> you know, those are the funny, funny yeah. things that you remember. Exactly. And, um, so that would be a fun, you know, discussion to have. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and how long will they go out for? Has that been decided yet? No, but I'm, I'm, Gonna suggest three weeks. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. uh, especially, I mean, it seems like there's a good deal in them, and just one week might not be enough to really take right. advantage of all, you know, the DVDs, the puzzles, the books. Um, you know, it would be nice to have, yeah, more time to just really enjoy all of those things, especially right. a puzzle. I mean, you know, maybe you can do a puzzle in one week, maybe not. Depends how much you like puzzles, I suppose, but... Yeah, you know, the puzzles are, are made, I think there's 34 pieces mm-hmm. to the puzzles, because right. they are, you know, through a, a company that does. Right. Um, but still. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's nice to not feel rushed with it. Right. Just to have, yeah. Have to do it again. Exactly. You know. Yeah, really have time to enjoy everything in the kids. Well, that's very exciting. Uh, I think that'll be something that people will really enjoy and hopefully take advantage of. Um, I hope so. I hope so. Um, I know um, I've consulted with the senior center mm-hmm. over there, and they've given me some great ideas. Yeah. Uh, and that's where the cards with the uh, TV stars, the comedy mm-hmm. stars, are yes. came from. Um, they've given me some great resources um, through the town of Andover. Yeah. And through the Alzheimer's Association um, and a few other places um, that we're putting in for the resources. Right. Um, And so they've been helpful. And actually Kelly McKay from Mm -hmm. the senior center was by today to pick up. And um, I went through the, I just happened to be working on the kits and went through them and she loved them. Oh, that's great. She thought they were great. Yeah. So hopefully the senior center will also, you know, they might be in touch with people who are not regular library users who might, be interested in borrowing them. Right. Yeah. Right. That could be great. I could also see, you know, even if you're not a full-time caregiver, maybe you know someone with dementia who's, you know, 
in assisted living or in a nursing home, you could borrow one and bring it with you um, right. for a visit. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're just, even if you're going to be there for the afternoon, sure, you won't have time to do everything, but. Yeah. Um, but at least, you know, some of the things might be, yeah, you can take a look at the bird book. That doesn't, you know. I mean, right. Especially that one, it's not like something you have to sit down and read front to back. Right. It's, you know. Right. You kind of flip through it at will, so. Right. I could see them being useful for visits as well as, you know, more extended situations. Um, yeah. And we are getting um, a bird book that has uh, a recording oh, attached yes. to it. Yeah. So when you look at the book, it's got a number and you right. punch in the number and it will make the bird sound. Right. Right. So you're looking at a blue jay, you hear a blue jay call. Right. Or whatever the case might be. Right. Blue Jays don't have a particularly nice call. No. Maybe it wasn't the best example, but <laughs> gets the idea. Chickadee. Yeah, chickadees are nice. Yeah. Our state bird. Right. It's a fun bird fact. Right. Why I know that, I couldn't say, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're from Massachusetts, you should know. Yes. Yes, which I am. State bird, chickadee. I think the state flower is the Mayflower, which also yeah. makes sense. And the and, state uh, bird is the turkey. Oh, Yeah. I do love the wild turkeys in our yard. Uh-huh. Um, they're a lot of fun. I believe the state cookie is the Toll House chocolate chip. I could be wrong about that, but... Um, could be. Yeah, I was into that sort of thing as a kid. Like, yeah. you know, what are all the different state whatever, you know, fill in the blank. Right. Um, naturally, the cookie has stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah, that, that uh, helped I mean, who interest. doesn't like a Toll House cookie? Exactly. <laughs> Too bad we can't include those in the kids. I know, huh? <laughs> oh, well. I know. But, well, that's great. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention about the memory kits or anything else that we've covered today? No, but I mean, I would, one thing I would, you know, if you do, if somebody does borrow the memory yeah. kits, give me some feedback. Yeah. Um, I'll include some sort of a form in that folder. Great. Um. Just to get ideas, and yeah. maybe if somebody has an idea for a different kit, yeah, um, I would be happy to put put something together. Yeah, absolutely, you know, um, something that I didn't think of yeah. would be great because I'm sure other people have got other outlooks on, you know, Definitely. what would work and what wouldn't work. Right, right, or you know what what their particular family member is interested in, and like exactly. you were saying about the books earlier, if their family member is interested in it, probably someone else's is too. Yeah, um, yeah, because I mean. Um, one of the ideas that Vicky had, yeah. um, our admin, um, was like putting together like a, um, like a fishing mm, kit, right? you know, for somebody who used to like fishing and yeah. put fishing things in it, maybe yeah. a DVD, like the mm-hmm. on the water DVDs yeah. that we have, uh, maybe a book on fish or fishing right. and then maybe some lures of obviously mm. not with the hooks in them, but <laughs> no, but with the different kinds of lures yeah, and stuff, you know, it'd be kind right. of fun. And then maybe do one, um, of some sort of a hobby, a different right. hobby. Right. Um, I don't want to say man and woman because right. a, a woman could fish as well. Right. Um, which I learned that there are a lot of women fishermen, fisher hmm. women, that have come to our fishing programs in February. Ah, uh, yes. Fish on. Fish on. Mm-hmm. That, you know, we could do another kind of like a crafty type right. mm-hmm. kit. Yeah, or I could see something about like traditional cooking being popular. Not that it would be like cookbooks, but just, you know. I mean, it could be cookbooks, but more with the idea just to look through it and see. 
you know, right. pictures of traditional. A, a good cookbook that's got a lot of pictures Right, in exactly. It. Not not to necessarily encourage them to go and cook, but just for the fun of what, I mean, some of the cookbooks are so beautiful, you know. Oh, yeah. Even if you don't ever, I, I have definitely spent time looking at cookbooks where I know I'm never going to make any of the recipes. But they just look so good. Exactly. I don't intend to make any of the recipes, but especially some of the really elaborate, like, dessert or baking cookbooks, you know, there's... There's one that's fairly new called Pieometry, like pi mm. plus geometry. And I'm just, I don't, I know I don't have it in me to make these incredibly complex, fussy pies, but they are beautiful to look at. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really amazing to just see what someone can do with a pie. Mm. Um, I could, yeah, I could just look uh, yeah, at I don't, I don't, I mean, if a cookbook doesn't have pictures in it, I don't even consider it. What's the point? Really? Right, yeah, you yeah. don't have pictures. No, you get, it's true, you gotta have pictures. You know, like, whatever you cook may, may not look exactly like the picture or even close to what the picture is, but, you know, it's fun to look at. <laughs> exactly. Well, I feel like the picture is your sort of motivation. Okay? Right. Like, look at this beautiful thing I could make, and yeah, yours probably isn't gonna turn out quite like the picture, but... <laughs> But without the picture, I feel like it's hard to kind of get the will up to try a new recipe. Um, you know, you don't really know what you're in for otherwise. So. Right. But yeah, I, I could imagine some, you know, I, I would think there would be food-themed puzzles out there. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely. Maybe, I don't know, Julia Child on DVD? I, I don't know if her stuff was ever put on DVD, but... I don't know, but I mean, we've got some movies. Like, yeah, oh uh, yeah, that's true. There's all sorts of movies about chefs. And yeah, cooking. yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I mean, think we have that British baking. Oh yeah, the Great British Baking Show. Right. Yeah. On DVD, so yeah. that'd be that'd be yeah. fun. Yeah, not nostalgic in terms of the show itself, but you know, if you used to be a big cook, just right. watching other people cook might be enjoyable. And, right. You know, you can remember when you made something similar or... Yeah. But maybe I'm just thinking of this because I have dinner coming up not too far from now. (laughs) 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 But everyone likes food. Right. So. Right. Anyway. And then circling back to our original topic, if someone listening wanted to sign up for home delivery or knows someone who wants to sign up for delivery, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, to call the library and to reach out to me, um, and anybody at the circulation or references can find me, um, or send me an email. Um, and I have that form to fill out in a letter, you know, welcoming them. If they don't have a library card, no worries. Mm -hmm. Um, I can set them up with a library card. Um, you know, we'll take care of everything and, um, I'll send out the, um, the application with a return mm-hmm. envelope, yeah. stamped envelope, yeah. to make it easy, and um, and then they just have to fill it out the best Perfect. they can and get it back to me. Yeah. Uh, my name and um, contact information will be on the original letter, so if they right. think of something later on, they can always you know call me. Yeah. Perfect. So that's good. Um, but my my direct phone number is six two three no nine seven eight six two three. Eight four two one. Great. So that's the best way to. Yeah. That's the best way to read you. Give you a call at that number. Right. And uh, and you can get people set up for the home delivery. Right. And yeah, otherwise, like you were saying, if they just call any of the desks at the library, we know where to find you. We can right. transfer them over. But. Right. I'm here every day. Yeah. <laughs> 
all the time. <laughs> yes. But, well, that's fantastic. I, I hope some people listening to this are, you know, able to use these services. And Me too. And hopefully learn something new about what we offer here. Um, and, you know, like we were say- I was saying, even if it's not something they personally can use, they might know someone who right. can benefit from it. So. Right, right. All right. Well, I think that about wraps things up for this episode then. Excellent. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me. You are welcome. Always a pleasure. Uh, For people listening, presumably you know where to find this because you are listening. But if you're wondering where else you can find it, uh, this podcast is available on our website at mhl.org slash podcast. It is available in Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, Thanks to our coworker Justin Termini for producing the episodes and thank you for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.